Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Pastor Jim will walk us through the fourth chapter of Mark, verses 21 through 29. Jesus was teaching in parables by this time. And in this passage, we will hear more of those, along with some metaphors. In seeming rapid fire from the pen of Mark, Jesus talks about a lamp, listening, measuring, giving more to those who already have, and a man casting seed. What does this all mean? You'll understand it all and how it all ties together by the time you finish this message with us this week. Here is today's part of the message entitled, Lighting, Listening, Waiting. You know, seed is quite stable. You know, you, you, you put a bag of seed on your shelf and uh, wait until the time of harvest and go back and you're going to have a bag of seed on your shelf. That seed has to be scattered and then Jesus even uses the term die and be born to new life. So what's the spiritual truth that that illustrates? Well, in the spiritual realm, every evangelist, that's the sower, that's anybody like you or me that has the Word of God, the sower distributes the message of the gospel That's the seed. Some hearers, which are the good soil, respond to the gospel in saving faith and they burst forth in spiritual life. That regeneration, that spiritual transformation is 100% the work of the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus explained to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. And remember, Nicodemus came to him and Nicodemus was a leader among what group? The Pharisees. They trusted in themselves that they were righteous. And Jesus says to him, unless you're born again, you're not even going to see the front porch of the kingdom of heaven. You have no chance whatsoever. And a lot of people say, well, Nicodemus didn't understand what he said. Quite the contrary. Nicodemus understood exactly what he said. He knew how hard it would be for a a full-grown adult man to crawl back into his mother's womb and be born again. He knew that Jesus wasn't talking about any natural process. He knew it was something totally impossible for him, totally beyond him. Salvation of a soul does not depend on the one who sows the seed. It's only on the power of God that that happens. Spiritual life is imparted by the the power of the gospel, Romans chapter 1. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to do with human ingenuity, emotional manipulation, man-centered techniques. I've been told in training seminars that that, uh, pastors should learn a lot from good salesmen on how to close the deal. No. I scatter the seed. 
and I can sleep perfectly well at night if I've scattered the seed because the results don't depend upon me. It's not market-driven strategies that create new life in the heart of a sinner. Regeneration is only by the Spirit of God. We faithfully proclaim the message. We take no credit when an unbeliever responds and becomes a believer. Want to hear Paul's description of it as he looked back on things from a more theological perspective? Titus chapter 3, starting at verse 5, Paul writes this, He saved us, notice that sentence, He saved us. God did it. And you're the it. Okay? He saved us. Not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by His grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. It's all the work of God. What a privilege that we get to be any part of that process just by sowing the seed. But just like a farmer is not the power that produces the crop, we who sow spiritual seed are not responsible for the spiritual harvest of souls. Our responsibility? Preach the gospel. Pray. Wait on God to produce the results. And We can sleep soundly at night because we know that spiritual results don't depend on our labor. All we do is preach, proclaim, and trust God. Ah, but it's not like we're completely passive in the process. Have you ever seen somebody come to Christ? Woohoo! That's good stuff. We are allowed to rejoice in the harvest. Did you see verse 29, our last verse for today? When the crop permits, he immediately puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. When you get a person who says, yes, I want Christ, throw your arms around them, pray with them, and dump a bunch of seed on them. Feed them the Word of God because Once they've come to Christ, the the Word of God becomes to them like milk is to a newborn baby. So, yeah, we rejoice in the harvest. What a blessing when we actually witness a turnaround in somebody's life when he or she hears the, the gospel and repents. Do you see it? As human messengers, we play no role in the actual work of regeneration, but we still have the blessing of being granted by God the privilege to sow the seed and to enjoy witnessing the harvest. You know, one aspect of the blessing is the every time a new soul is born into the kingdom, we have a new member of the family. It increases the fellowship every time a, a new believer is added to the body of Christ. So please, put together in your mind what this chapter has taught you so far. It's, it's anchored around the parable of the soils. The first and foremost question from this 
is about your own response to the Word of God. Like I've said three weeks in a row now, is your heart good soil? When the Word comes to you, do you welcome it? Do you, do you rejoice in it? Do you take it in? Do you let it bear fruit in you as God would have it to? And then now that you've settled that you're a citizen of the kingdom of God by faith in Jesus Christ, what are you doing by way of furthering His plan? He's caused you to be born again by His grace. It's by His mercy. All of that is true. And He's given you everything you need. Why, He's the one who says, I've given you every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. You have all you need. And God is saying to you today a pretty simple little message. Spread the word. I'll reward you for it. And be ready for a harvest. How often are you spreading the word of the kingdom of God? I mean, when you go into a dark room and there's people in there, the, the very best thing you can do is light a lamp. Be a, be a light in a dark world. Are you shining the light in a dark world? You know, we gather together every Lord's Day to, to worship corporately. Oh, God loves that. It's a, it's a sweet savor to His nostrils for His people to be together. We, we like each other. We, we, uh, we provoke each other to love and good deeds. There's encouragement in knowing that you're, that, that you're not in this alone. But this is just the holy huddle. You study the playbook. You talk about what needs to be done. And then we scatter and we all have a duty. Spread the word. Sow the seed. I mean, just think. How many people are in this room right now? And how many people we will all interact with between now and the next time that we're together. That is a lot of influence. Light the light. Speak the truth. You say, ah, but yeah, sometimes they're not nice to me when I do that. I know that. So does Jesus. So he says, by the way, I'm going to reward you for all eternity, for faithfully sowing the Word. Oh, and yeah, I'll even let you in on a little bit of the harvest. Let's pray. Father, thank You for what You have done for us and for calling us to be Your servants. We understand that You want us going about in the world lighting where there's darkness, listening to Your Word and knowing what's important for eternity and waiting on You for the results. Thank You, Father, for, well, above all, thank You for saving us. Thank You for softening our hearts and bringing the Word to us, calling us to Yourself. And um, thank You for the privilege to continue 
to be part of the process. So have your way with us. Anything that would get in the way. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.